0: Aw, gang's all here.
1: Gang's all here.
0: Is that a thing people say? Uh, not uh,
1: like cabs are
2: here. Oh, I think cabs they are here.
1: Did it when there were gangs. When
2: yeah. <laughs> the gangs arrived. Yeah. Gangs
1: are here, man. Run, yeah. run. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Yo. You don't have to love me.
3: You don't even have to like me. But you will respect me. You know why? You know why? You know why?
2: Cause
3: I'm a boss. Good evening, me suits and me dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 142. We have now done as many episodes as the number of staircases in the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. And speaking of things written by British ladies that were very popular, this week we're talking about the second half of Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James. Um, those are the only two things that it has in common with Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, also a writing crop, probably at some point. <laughs> oh, God. Just a guess. It's in the Room of Requirement.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the Red Room of Requirement.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, that that Malfoy. Stop
1: it! No, the fanfiction. <laughs> that
2: Malfoy was looking for a beating, huh? Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, and then Ron rolled his eyes at Hermione. <laughs> 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 oh
3: no!
0: Harry, That's stop it. biting your lip.
3: I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Holy muggles, that's hot. Anyway, you can get this book for free by going to our sponsor, audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go to that address, sign up for a free trial membership of Audibles Book a Month subscription, you get a free book, and you could waste it on this one. Let me introduce you to the panel today. Of course, I'm your host, I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Here are some of my friends. In San Francisco, California, it's Ezra Fox. Alex, it's really important to me that you eat right now. But I but I don't want to eat. You should
2: eat you have to keep your strength up. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> uh, also joining us today, he's at C Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. Hey there, Alex. I'm Fifty Shades, so pleased to be here. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us again from Chicago, Illinois, our Twilight and Etc. expert, it's Sarah Hathaway.
1: I'd really like to claim the ass of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You can have it
2: yeah. <laughs> Limber it up first Six, four, yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, awesome, alright So let's uh, let's summarize the second half of this book In case uh, you only read the first half And were like, I wonder what happens <laughs> Chris is here for you Chris, please summarize yes, sir. In the style of your subconscious
0: Very much, sir, yes <clears throat> So while there's real Chris and then Chris's inner goddess, I'm Chris's conscience, and I know better. Let's talk about this book. College student Anna, Anna Steele, that is, realizes she might be over her head. Indeed, perhaps bent over double when she agrees to start dating Christian Grey, CEO of a large corporation, and more importantly, a dom looking for a new sub. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) He gives her a contract to sign containing the various things and acts he wants to do with her, including bondage and flogging. But Anna, who prior to meeting Christian had been a virgin and is totally inexperienced with this sort of thing, is reluctant to dive in head first or vag first into BDSM, even <laughs> though she's enamored with this guy. I mean, he is a dreamboat. He's rich. He's got a very cute helicopter. But they have a series of sexual encounters. While it's kind of getting to know you, getting to fuck all about you, it, they get more and more intense. Starts out just a little this, little that, and then uh, shackles, and, and then menstrual sex, and it just gets gear <laughs> So, anyway, she thinks she loves him, but she knows that he won't let her get that close. He has this past about some scars on his chest and this older woman, and it might be connected. Um, so she flees to her mother in Georgia, um, the state, not the country, and he <laughs> follows her there. And they fuck more while in Georgia, then they go for a glider ride, and then they fuck more. Um, somewhere in there they eat pancakes but after more sexual encounters she knows she wants to be with him and he's over the moon about it she's the perfect sub for him, that's great but she wants to know how far down this the rabbit hole, this whole BDSM thing goes and so he spanks her with a belt um, and afterwards she's in a lot of pain and thinks he's a monster and she leaves him that's, that's the book, guys.
3: I really liked the part where you were like, oh, uh-oh! Because <laughs> it sounded like you were doing this in the style of a cartoon character. <laughs> and, well, and
1: that's then, accurate. And then they got in
3: the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry.
0: But if you were actually this book, think of what I just said. Only every sex scene is about 5 to 15 minutes long and it's punctuated by a series of out loud transcribed emails.
3: <laughs> Go uh, yeah, and uh, the other thing like, you made it sound like it was well proportioned, but in actuality, the book is 999 pages of them being together and fucking, and one page of them of her leaving him. Yeah, they, they that was really. A good
2: page though,
1: yeah. <laughs> Ooh, can I give you guys a spoiler about what happens in oh, the God. rest of
3: the series later?
1: Yeah, I looked this up.
3: Oh yeah, definitely. You wait, you were curious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I just wanted because I was like well, I mean we can get more into this later, but I was like, awesome, she leaves him. Yeah. She leaves him for five days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, that's pretty good. I was expecting her to turn around before she got out the door, so
1: I know, but it's like even shorter than Twilight. That's true. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright, well let's uh let's try to be nice before we go into this anymore. Uh we're we're being a little too mean early on. We like to start and end every show with a compliment sandwich. It is our fair and legitimate criticism. Uh, so we start uh, with the guest. You have the right to go first or last, Sarah. Which do you prefer?
1: Uh, you know what? I'll go last this time.
2: All right. Excellent. Ezra, will you please start us off? Absolutely. Um, this book gave me peace of mind because I know now that humanity's legacy is secure. Um, mm-hmm. If this was the only book that survived like the human apocalypse and the alien uh, archaeologists come down like thousands of years later... I'll know for sure. They understand that we were stupid and we liked putting body parts into other body parts. (laughs) So you think this book summarizes the human condition? That's pretty much... Can you think of anything else?
3: And occasionally there's pancakes. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say the pancakes is the other big issue and they took care of that. There's pancakes once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you don't have pancakes all the time. That would be... Oh. That'd be too much. Awesome. All right, Chris, your major compliment. Let it be as grandiose. Okay. Uh, so,
0: uh, there's this great part in the book, um, where I think it just takes a little bit of extrapolation to make this book amazing. Um, so during all of these sexual encounters, Anna gets the feeling that Christian Grey is treating her like an object, right? And she remarks that perhaps she should pretend that she's Grey's car and be like all of his other possessions but you guys right <laughs> what if all of christian gray's possessions pretended they were christian gray's car <laughs> right you got charlie tango the helicopter going nope i'm a car i'm a car i'm a car <laughs> you've got his car going hey i'm among my peers because his computer his blackberry they're all are like no 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 i'm the car take me and i think that's brilliant
2: wait so all the things i think they're the car and all the things that think they're cars Also think they're going to get fucked by him? I was going to say, I thought that's the way you were going.
0: It's just the car is the best of his possessions.
1: Oh, (sighs) so if he actually laid her across the hood of the Audi, it's a car accident?
2: (laughs) Oh! (laughs) What if he
3: lays Charlie Tango over the hood of the Audi? What does that mean? What does that... If he bends the glider over... Wow, it's a good it's an day for the horrible
1: accident. <laughs> <laughs>
3: awesome, Chris. All right. Uh, for my major compliment, I want to compliment uh, e. l. James because I think it was very brave of her in this book to put off the reveal that chris that Christian Gray is a vampire for so long. <laughs> like hush, hush, waited till three quarters of the way through the book. This book waited until after the book is over. We still Say don't know it. he's a vampire.
2: <laughs> but and that but jose he's totally is a vampire right
3: guys of course he is right it's yeah. twilight oh, fan yeah. fiction so the whole i mean really up until the last page i was like now did we actually how long did he actually sleep did he really fall asleep and then get up to play piano
2: or has he never slept because he's a wait vampire a wait a second alex he's not a vampire she can't touch him he's a ghost oh, oh!
3: <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know if it is possible to get screwed by a a, a ghost but He's also really worried about contraception, despite you know the fact that I don't think a ghost person y- hybrid yes, is possible. But those condoms kind of appear out of thin air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's they ghost. really do. And
3: yeah. I, yeah, and the mm-hmm. condom would cover the fact that he's not doesn't have a material body under it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you don't want her to like give birth to a daywalker or whatever, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> half ghost,
2: half, half ghost. ghost, sure, half <laughs> stupid. <laughs>
0: half ghost,
3: half human, all stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goopid, that's what they'd call it. <laughs> Alright, Sarah, it's your turn now. Major major compliment, please.
1: Um, so for all of the uncomfortable power dynamics at play in this book, there are actually some good sex tips kind of hidden in there mm. if you're really <laughs> looking hard. So you know, When Christian is teaching Anna how to put one on, because she has to do everything, put a condom on, uh, he says, you don't want any air in the end of that sucker.
3: Very good advice. Fact.
1: And it's like, that is a fact. That is the (laughs) only true thing
3: that I found in this whole (laughs) thing. That was the one. Also, Seattle seems to be a place. I I really, you know, what about the sex tip that it doesn't hurt? That's in your mind.
1: Yeah, you know that's a good sex tip if you're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, let's uh let's do some hates. Let's hate it up. Uh, it's time for our anchor segment today. We're gonna play the game called Hatesy. Five dice, a cup, and hate. And uh, just so you know, no more fours. You've already used your fours. Aww. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll a small straight. Ooh,
2: cool. Um, small hate. By that, I a mean hate.
0: a small hate. Stir- by that, I mean hate. I'm going to talk about clothes. Okay. Um, oh,
1: please do.
0: <laughs> so by my, I balanced some equations, and by my sex stoichiometry, there's at least one sex scene in which Anna Steele is completely naked and Christian Grey is only in a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> Why the hell
0: is he just in a t-shirt? That is like the silliest state of undress on
2: a dude ever. <laughs> yeah, except
1: only socks. Yeah, right. so, well,
2: only one sock. That's yeah.
1: the silliest. All right, well, okay. What
2: about I don't a know? Like you're covered like
0: to the belly button, and then everything else just hanging out of context. I don't. Uh. All right,
3: how about just a bow tie and a beanie? <laughs> See, that works for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: add one I sock. Think- and one so- that pushes it over.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> then you're a cartoon character.
1: Yeah, it's- didn't you try to justify it by having it be like, "Oh, it's because he doesn't want me to touch him," and I'm like, "A lot of the rest of him is touching you, right?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But intimately.
2: Like splitting hairs at this point. I mean the the
3: the just t shirt is sort of like the the like self conscious version of Chippendales, right? Instead of the bow tie, it's just a t-shirt.
0: Yeah, he really likes it. He's been bat- blasting his quads, but his back just hasn't been. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't yeah. been planking enough, or something. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what if he has a just a, a monstrous back tattoo? Oh, Wouldn't that be great? Like, what would it be?
3: Uh, well, it's it's clearly uh, it just says uh, I'm a vampire on it. No. Yeah. They all have to slash get slash ghost slash ghost. <laughs> or, or a big heart like Christian Hearts Charlie Tango. <laughs> It's a love a, love, a love poem to his helicopter, <laughs> which, given the fact that it's a helicopter, means it's going to crash any day now. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a yeah. safe way to fly. No, it's not. Yeah,
1: especially not around like the freaking mountain ranges in Washington. The drafts are insane, and
3: the weather. Yeah, you're like let's yeah. let's, let's put an ama- <laughs> let's get in a, a helicopter with an amateur pilot in Washington State that in, in the dark. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Nothing bad could ever happen.
1: Yeah, and he, like, straps her in so tightly so that his, like, boner is super on. Right? And it's like, <laughs> if they crash, he's just going to die.
3: Plus, the helicopter controls are right between your legs. If he's flying with a boner, totally dangerous.
1: Yeah. yeah. I can't pull up
3: <laughs> anymore right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I have a hate It's not related to clothes. Uh, there is no fucking way she got that job. There's no way. Okay, <laughs> what job are you talking about? Why she went to a, a, a job, job interview time? Yeah, at SIP, uh, which is the Seattle Independent Publishing Company. First of all, you're not going to get that internship uh, because 10,000 people applied to the internship at the cool publishing house that is a paid internship in Seattle. There's no way. And second of all, during the interview, they asked her, they said, you've got a very impressive GPA what yeah, right. From, from WSU Vancouver they're really impressed at her, SU, at, her, at her GPA enough that they would hire her at this indie publishing house in this world there's no fucking way
1: yeah I mean I thought that like Christian had to have something to do with that
3: oh even though even though they never said so it just has to be the case
1: yeah I mean Lord knows nothing else is justified in this book like why not <laughs>
3: Yeah, and he does have like even though yeah, he does just already know her mom's address, which is creepy. Ugh. And the cell phone tracking is not only creepy, I'm pretty sure it's illegal, possibly even impossible. Uh no, it's
0: legal. You just need it's like the wire. You need a judge to sign off on it. <laughs> he
3: got he got a warrant for her when she was drunk to go find where she was. Yeah. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. Found a judge who's up this late. (laughs) Hunter's like a white woman might be in trouble. I'm on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: um, That's actually like a big old hate I have that I don't even really have like a joke attached to. It's just that like he'll never leave her alone. Not even when they're having a fight or when she's having a family vacation. Yeah, he like surprises her and then like is immediately. Buried inside her
3: vacation yeah. crashing. <laughs>
0: I mean, sorry to sorry to take this a little bit, uh, you know, gross. But like, you know, in here Twilight, comes- even Bella needed her human moment, right? <laughs> yeah. What if Anna just needs to take a big old shit? <laughs> is that something that Christian Grey is just going to show up? Like he just you know, tracked? He you were tracked her to the long. bathroom. What are you doing in the bathroom? I'm here on business. <laughs>
3: No, you aren't. <laughs> no, you are not. No, no, I've decided I'm going to buy a plot of land over by the shower. Develop it for, uh, <laughs> for Haiti. That's what I'm going to oh, do.
1: Oh, did you guys catch that line where he's like, I would pay good money to watch this OBGYN examine you?
3: Yeah. Ugh. That's creepy and also possibly illegal. <laughs> Again, you get a court order. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Clearly, we don't know what quarter of government no. seems to be all up in everybody's vagina right it now. Does. <laughs> yeah, a woman's vagina
1: it. is in trouble.
0: Over <laughs> <laughs> there. Uh, all right, other hates, guys. I, I does anybody was anybody else super duper upset with the direction the sexual encounters took in this book? Oh, I mean, I'm going to agree with uh, our guest huh. last week, Sarah Wendell, that, like, the BDSM is super disappointing. <laughs> I thought it was – no, I mean, like, in all seriousness, like, I thought it was, like, his kink, and that's how he gets off, and that's great. And it turns out it's, like, linked to an abusive, like, past, and only someone abused would ever want to do these things.
1: Yeah, and it's it like – Yeah, it's really it's really offensive to a lot of different types of people. Like Yeah. That whole community and actual abuse victims. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah
2: like, then, like you anyone... just had a three for the people there, who right are thing. reading this book. Yeah. yeah. Oof. I mean yeah. uh, kids of have- Crack who <laughs> were not so bad because they didn't turn into billionaires. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he had no, this
1: an was... actual crack whore for a mom. Like, that, I thought he, that was, I was like, Haha, oh no, he's using the definition correctly. <laughs>
2: yeah. No,
0: I mean, like, his thing was, he had a crack whore for a mom and then at age like three or four, he was adopted by a rich family, like, went into a foster home and then became this billionaire, but he still has all these issues to work
3: out. And that's why he likes punishing women. Right. It's the only kind of love he understood and then he decided to turn it around or something. Yeah, it's uh, also sort of the book that cried BDSM because I feel like we didn't get much of it until late, and it's not even like we don't we don't see him BDSM. enjoying a sexual encounter so much as he hits her with a belt and she runs away. That's pretty much the whole thing.
2: Well, there's also the times when she he spanked her really hard and she runs away.
3: Yeah, there's that. Yeah. and there was like yeah, there was like some minor uh, riding crop handling. which, yeah. By the way, I watched the Kentucky Derby this weekend. That was different. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, it's, you're not doing this because you want your horse to win You're doing this because your mom was a crack whore And it's the only way you know to show love to something yeah. oh, God! Oh, God. <laughs> and the
2: horse is like I'm a car
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm a car too guys I'm a car, I'm a car.
1: Yeah, So what happened There was like She got lightly shackled a couple of times Yeah lightly
0: shackled uh, And then fucked lovingly yeah,
1: yeah. He he hit her in the the lady bits with a riding crop,
0: <laughs> Seems but like... not so hard that she didn't instantly come.
3: Yep. Well, first God, of all, that again, chick...
1: bullshit. Yeah, the... <laughs> that chick
3: would have come if you shook her hand vigorously. I don't know. I, I don't buy this. Like, never had an orgasm before. I'm pretty sure, like, and just out of there's A slight breeze or slam. She smells some like shampoo. And every two seconds.
1: Yeah, she's one of those people who gets the like desensitizing cream.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is uh, in a dangerous situation like that. Like, the, especially with like the when they were in the glider and the stick was just moving around between her legs. I was like, this is enough. You better watch it. Uh, yeah. She's not safe.
0: Yeah, thank God they didn't go to Denny's and get a grand slam.
2: <laughs> Three ninety nine? Are you kidding? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I rode the wave of pleasure. <laughs>
1: Uh, there was some like ridiculous part two where she was like, "And for the first time, I feared my orgasm because then I would fall on top of him." Oh. <laughs> this is a week
0: into her sex life. God, this is yeah, I hate an audience. Know. It's
3: only worse than this. Yeah. Oh yeah. The other thing I don't like—I mean, I hate their relationship. Like, even if the sex was awesome, like <sighs> she refers to him as "sex on legs." That is a boring person to hang out with.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's yep. a
3: penis with legs. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> really boring. And she's like, "Hey, do you want to talk?" And he's like, "I'd rather fuck." Seriously, what? Are, let,
3: let's let's name all of the conversations they had the entire time, the entire length of their
2: relationship that were not about sex and did not end uh, and in. Um, her slapping him. Right. Him <laughs> slapping her. It was uh, everything. Okay, uh,
0: there's, we're going to go in a glider now. Yeah. Uh, eat your food. Eat your Have food. You Although that was tea? about being strong and having a good constitution for the sex. Oh, for
3: the sex. You're right. That was. Yeah. Yeah. The, he did ask her if she liked her tea.
0: Yeah, the tea
2: yeah. might have been for the sex also, you know, alert from the caffeine. Yeah. yeah antioxidants.
3: Also, tea
0: bagging. She,
1: like, really doesn't even drink tea, so that's... She's she, not getting any caffeine. She yeah,
3: commercial, like, big box tea. And she into. flicks it like a riding crop at the water, and then it's ready to go. Really? Yeah, once she just likes warm tan. water. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> she likes Twining's English water. <laughs> uh, I have a hate for Audible, our sponsor. What?
2: Oh. No, oh, we yeah, love I'm Audible. The hand that
3: feeds I No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nibble it in a sexy way. Here's, here's
2: my. Here's,
3: that was so fucking funny. That was funny. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, so here's my concern. At the end of each of the three sections, because Audible breaks up into three different parts for an easy download. Yes. Uh, there's that nor that thing they play every episode or every book at the end of the book, which is uh, Audible hopes you've enjoyed this program. And it just proved that Audible is way old-fashioned, because Netflix would have known that I didn't enjoy this program. (laughs) Netflix would have been like, we predict you will give this zero stars, but Audible is still hoping, instead of using an algorithm to figure it out.
0: (laughs) Oh, but buddy, no, 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 Netflix is like all math and prediction and all that, and it's like cold analytics. Audible is made of optimism. Right? Audible says, you know what? Even though this is shitty, we hope that you're enjoying this.
1: I
2: don't, I, I mean. No, no, yeah. no. Alex is right. This is terrible. Plus, it's like that you've reached the end of the section, but not the end of the book. I'm like, why do you have to <laughs> remind it. me that's not yeah. the end of the book? <laughs>
1: This ad was required but not approved by Audible.
0: Meanwhile, I'm sorry, that was a little harsh. Meanwhile, in the red room of celebrity endorsements.
2: Hello there, I'm Christian Gray. You may know me as that guy who abused women in a sexy way from Fifty Shades of Gray.
1: Oh, Christian, you completely beguile me.
2: And you beguile me, hot 21 year old virgin. What's my secret? I'm an asshole. Apparently young, impressionable women can't get enough of emotionally inaccessible guys who dick them over in all kinds of ways. But Christian, I'm an asshole to women, but I still don't end up with Bella. Excellent question, Jacob. You see, it only works to be an asshole to women if you're also rich. Oh.
1: Wow, I sound really shallow and full of self-loathing.
2: Oh, no, Miss Steele. You're clearly the most interesting person I've met for some reason.
1: Oh, Christian, can I lightly touch your chest?
2: Never. And now I'm going to spank you and have sex with you because you made two completely normal facial expressions.
1: I'm the luckiest
3: girl in the world. But Christian, how do I get
2: rich? I'm already reaching critical levels of assholery. I'll so just go to audiblepodcast.com slash read and get a free version of Ramit Sethi's audiobook, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. Then fly that woman in a helicopter around the Pacific Northwest and her insides will melt and twitch.
1: They are melting and twitching.
0: Audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Be sure to check out these other great titles. Start late, finish asshole. Think and be asshole. Rich Dad, Asshole Dad, and The Four Hour Asshole by Timothy Ferris.
1: (laughs) One fish, two fish, asshole fish, blue fish. One fish,
0: asshole fish. (laughs) Green eggs and asshole. (laughs) The asshole sitters club.
3: (laughs) Uh, This is the game where we replace words and titles with the word asshole.
1: Oh, it's so the, funny.
3: The rules are pretty simple.
0: Asshole Brown and the case of the missing hot
1: dogs. The asshole of the vanities.
0: Yeah. Asshole Shrugged. And of Green Assholes.
1: <laughs> it's us a toast for the douchebags. Let's a toast for the assholes. let a toast for the scumbags. Every one of them that I know. Let's have a toast for the churros.
3: Uh, well, So, let me ask you guys this. Did you... We've talked about this before, right? And we always come to the none more worse theory. But I'm feeling like maybe this is... Might be a candidate for worse. Is this worse than Twilight? Oh, yes.
1: Yes, it it was. And that, that shocked me, I will say.
3: Huh. Oh, Chris is on the fence. Because both of you guys answered very quickly. I don't know. I mean, do you guys remember... Breaking Dawn? <laughs> I mean, Breaking it's... Dawn is by far the best book in the series. Or do you remember, do you
0: guys, do you remember New Moon? When there's just, I'm bummed. Here's Jacob. I'm bummed. Well, that, this is Jacob. my
3: concern because I'm was so i so confident that this is worse than Twilight. But the answer is, no, I don't really remember that. I remember that I hated it, but I don't remember how viscerally I did. Because yeah. this was seriously like getting out of prison. Like, I was shocked <laughs> when this was over. I was like, I don't care. I'm covered in shit, but I'm just stoked. I yeah. want to go to Mexico. This was worse.
2: I think. The... Go ahead, as why? And, well, no, just like h- there are several characters that we like and and moments that we liked out of uh, the Twilight books, all of them. You know? Yeah. Like we had to bond with a helicopter. <laughs> <right. Yeah>. Our <laughs> no retreat, no surrender is a helicopter. I'll give you yeah. that. Like, yeah, when that's When there's a good like point. A, a little monkey baby that like you know like bonds with like a rag doll to survive. That's what we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, at least there's sex.
3: But the sex is so bad. The
0: sex
2: is what makes it worse. I think the sex
3: is worse because I definitely felt uncomfortable more often in this book.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's, like, the whole thing we were talking about before with Sarah Wendell also about, like, at least this is getting women to talk about what they want in terms of, like, erotica Mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting, but it's still, like, such a shitty example of it.
3: Right, and and it seems like what they want is to be constantly complaining about how bossy a guy is.
1: Ladies! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
3: I mean, I I hate that, if this is actually about women expressing what they want, because then it's like, they want a guy who got a court order to find out your cell phone location when you're gone for a day and a half. I mean that's, yeah, and that is says, a, that's creepy.
1: I, and who says I'd be turned on if I had you in a crate in the cargo hold? <laughs> I
3: mean, that's so that's so fucked up because if you're sexually turned on by her being in a crate, that's one thing. But there's it's not pressurized in the cargo hold. That shit no. would kill her. No, Wait, they I, have
0: the they have the pet
3: area they that's have like pets on their but not as climate controlled. Oh. I guess they you could know, she'd just be with the But there's dogs. no snack service.
0: That's the <laughs> issue.
3: <laughs> also it's I'd be just okay, I think like I think there's a difference sexually between being into her being in a crate in your fancy swanky apartment and her being in a crate under an airplane. That's all. Right. I'm saying there's no way he's actually turned on by that. He might be turned on by the crate, not the
2: airplane part. I That's mean the great. real issue is uh he should probably find someone who likes being in crates. I feel like that's kind of the fundamental issue. I mean, that, yeah, it's certainly part of the <laughs> she's issue. She's never gonna love being in a crate. I think we can all establish that. I mean, I'm I, 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 actually I'm kind of of the other way.
3: I'm like, if you guys have chemistry and you like each other, you can Still figure out the crate. crate stuff later. You know? <laughs> you yeah, but they like don't even crates. have that. That's exactly. They have no. They have no chemistry at all. Like she says that she's in love with him and she doesn't know his middle name at this point like she's not talked uh, she knows fucking nothing about him they've never never had a conversation about anything uh, i think you if you if there was a true backing you can work to crates i think that is anybody can <laughs> learn to love crating that's yeah, my that's th- my theory
1: well i, I mean, think if, that's what this author thinks that she's doing but i you need a much better writer to they don't but she have that work up across. to and he
3: doesn't like he's like i will only date you if you're into crating like he tries that as like his starting point and I think you're—he's only destined for sadness and one-sided conversations at that point.
1: Yeah. Well, I think also, yeah. Um, no, Coming I'm not going to defend him. No, fuck that guy.
2: <laughs> Coming soon, a new romantic comedy with Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. Must love crates.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> when this couple meet, meets at a crate and barrel, they hit it off
3: oh! right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's a separate fetish. She's into barreling, he's into creating. Oh. Totally different. She
1: just goes to Niagara Falls every weekend. <laughs> she plays Donkey Kong. Yeah, she-
3: <laughs> oh, she wants the- yeah, she has a you dress up as Donkey Kong and just throw barrels at me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
2: a good fetish. Yeah.
1: Don't be scared just be prepared for the worst, for the worst for the worst for, the worst, for, the worst, for the worst. <laughs>
2: So, guys, um, if you remember uh, Drew, who sponsored the um, uh, Deliver and Stain uh, version, oh yeah. Had a, oh yeah, facilitated yeah, the, our Drew.
3: our eventual introduction to Catherine Howe. Yeah,
2: my um, homie. So he he was saying um, that because of his kid, uh, he hasn't been listening to podcasts with dinner, uh, and said he's been listening to a lot of uh, Thomas Tank Engine. Um, so I was saying we would try to do like a kid friendly version of the podcast, and. Uh, he uh, offered up uh, this version of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, the kid-friendly Thomas the Tank Engine version.
3: Oh, great. So he could listen to this part of the podcast uh, with his kid, pre- provided he s- skipped past all the talk about anal fisting.
2: Yes, exactly.
3: Okay, perfect. God. Uh, Chris the anal office?
0: fisting did not fulfill itself, this podcast, by the way.
3: No, well, no. However, there was the moment where she put her hand in his hair and was described and as twisted, twisting and fisting his hair. Yeah. So at least, Sarah, you got your fisting.
1: Oh, also, what a shallow victory. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, here it is. Fifty Shades of Grey, the kid-friendly Thomas the Tank Engine edition. Suddenly, he sits up and tugs at my engineer hat off <laughs> and throws it on the floor. Pulling off his overalls, his tinder box springs free. Holy cow. He reaches over to his bedside table and grabs a bucket of coal. And then he moves between my boiler, spreading it further (laughs) apart. He kneels up and pulls his engine onto his considerable length of train tracks. Oh, no. Will it?
3: How? I think you're going to need to put it on a siding for a little while to make room for it, probably.
0: (laughs) Don't worry, (laughs) he breathes, his eyes on mine. You are a useful engine. He (laughs) leans down, his hands on either side of my head, so he's hovering over me, staring down into my eyes, his jaw clenched, eyes burning. It's only now that I register he's still wearing his shirt. You really want to do this, he asks softly. (laughs) Choo-choo, I beg. (laughs) Pull your cowcatcher up he orders softly, (laughs) and I'm quick to obey. I'm gonna bust your buffers now, Miss Steele, he murmurs as he positions the head of his train at the entrance of my tunnel. Useful, he whispers and slams into me. Clattering carriages, I cry as I feel a weird pinching sensation deep inside me. As he passes through my tunnel, he stills gazing down at me, his eyes bright with ecstatic triumph.
3: I haven't listened to a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine, but is he really, like, is the main concern of that show how useful he is?
0: He likes being a useful tank
3: engine. He's really concerned about obsolescence?
0: Yeah, it's a British show, so they're all about utility. Yeah. No, like, for reals. Like, he's the most useful engine. Like, the whole thing is making yourself useful and not being lazy. That's, interesting. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Uh, Drew. That was was really good, and I'm glad that your kid could listen to, like, that two minutes of
3: podcast. I hope he enjoys it. (laughs) All right, it's time for the second half of our compliment sandwich, so we're going to go in reverse order. Sarah, you put it off before. You can't anymore. That means you are first. What is your minor compliment
1: Um, this this book has an old-fashioned vintage appeal to it in that they still use (laughs) (laughs) mini-recorders.
3: Instead of just having this be on his phone. They also use blackberries like the old days.
0: They also email instead of text.
3: Yeah. That's bad.
2: That is bad. Well, he's 28, so...
0: I know, but like... He's old-fashioned.
2: She doesn't text? 28-year-old with a BlackBerry? That's weird. Well, she's a virgin. <laughs> all, all bets are off.
3: That's true. Actually, mine is a, a very related hate in that... My, or com- Sorry, compliment. Mine is a very related compliment, <laughs> which is... Uh, my compliment is to Gmail for existing eventually, <laughs> where you don't have to write a new cute subject on every, every email you send, because now you have threaded email. Yeah. So you can just hit reply, and you don't have to go, uh, you're a jerk, and then type your email.
0: Yeah, and it's, subject line, jerks and who they are. Right, exactly.
3: <laughs> no, I mean,
0: it really is, like, if you were to pie chart this book, two-thirds of the second half is sex scenes, 25% is email exchanges, Uh-oh. and the other, what, yeah. 8, 9% <laughs> is them walking around and or talking to each other.
3: You walked yourself into a difficult percentage. <laughs>
1: Well, so did this book. Two
3: two thirds of the twenty five percent. No, I yeah, know, it's... it but you just you didn't you, I was wondering when you said the first one, I was like, Oh, is he gonna say a full third or something that requires more yeah, complexity? I did math? a little math. What's up? It's nice. Uh all right, Chris, math genius. Oh, it is your turn for a minor compliment.
0: Yeah, so um Christian Gray is a leader of men, and he, he learns well from past leaders of men. You know, of course, there's, uh, you know, the famous FDR, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Mm-hmm. And so what he tells Anna when she's about to get thoroughly beaten in this room of pain is most of the fear is in your mind. Yeah. Most of it.
2: Most of it. But, but yeah. most of the whip is in my hands. So <laughs> <get that> <laughs>
3: and so yeah. I'd like to think that he learned most of a lesson from FDR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. FDR was famous for saying, "The only thing you have to fear is eighty percent fear itself, and twenty percent Germans, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and some thing other things in smaller percentages that I haven't gotten that figured yeah. out yet."
0: Yeah. Or
1: if you go back to Theodore Roosevelt, it's like speak in emails and carry a big ass cane. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Speaking of of leaders of men, uh, you got to remember Dale Carnegie in his famous book, "How to Win Friends and Influence Assholes."
1: <laughs> they need to be trained.
3: They need to be trained. They do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that leaves you as last compliment for Fifty Shades um, of Grey, and then I think we're I have done. Part compliment. And, what?
2: What? A bipartite compliment. <laughs> a two-part <laughs> oh, compliment. Um, two. one. Thank you so much for giving me a happy ending on this book where they don't end up together. Yeah. Because I'm never going to read the rest of it. Right. And so this this is how it should be. This is how Twilight should have ended too. Yeah. It's Wait, like, you're saying uh, a
0: book this awkward gave you a happy ending?
2: <laughs> well, it took a long time. It was a very awkward happy ending, you <laughs> know? Like, Almost like, like middle school. Of it.
0: it was more whoops than release, huh?
2: Right. <laughs> uh, but the other thing is, uh, this is really uh, did a great service to all all aspiring writers for using up all the bad adverbs so there are none left for us <laughs> that's true <laughs> we'll have no need for you know like i don't know perfectly or swooningly or uh oh my beguilingly. every time you say one of those i'm gonna say
3: oh my
2: oh my yeah yeah <laughs> and, Our- and also Holy- Crap! (laughs) Thanks for picking up where 1960s Batman left off. (laughs) Holy blank, uh, yeah, exclamations.
3: Alright, that is it for our show. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. We will be back again next week. Next week, we are going to be watching the film Manos, The Hands of Fate. Widely considered to be the worst movie ever. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, as, as, <laughs> you've seen it?
1: Yeah, gear up. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know, i just anything that's under
2: 14 hours is gonna feel like a breeze. <laughs> Fourteen hours of this, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anything less than fourteen hours with less than eight scenes of uh, disgusting sex, yeah. I'll be pretty happy.
3: Yeah, I just, I mean, I haven't seen it. I don't know why it's really bad. I'm just hoping the hands of fate never pull out a tampon.
1: <laughs> Wash it, it, throw it in the toilet. Yeah. It doesn't
3: belong.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the hands of fate never piss anything. Yeah, <laughs> or that they do. I guess <laughs> since people have been wanting that. And by people, you mean Sarah.
1: I'm just saying Deliver on your premises Miss James <laughs> <laughs> Anyway
3: so that is a, That episode is sponsored By Anna do So uh, You a Super fan Anna <laughs> Anyway uh, So we will be back again Next week with that Check that out Or you can also it, it, The movie was sort of Made famous In some ways By uh, M, By the Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000 Right Yeah so, uh, so check that You can also watch Their version And then hear our version We have not seen it So we will be funny And then we'll watch Theirs later for fun That is available. If you have any uh, feedback for us, of course, the best place is facebook.com slash readitandweep. Uh, This week, I want you to to tell us uh, if you've read it. I would love to hear from somebody who read it. Is it worse than Twilight? Is it better than Twilight? I want other people's opinions. If you haven't read it, speculate. I don't care. Uh, So facebook.com slash readitandweep is the best place to do that. We will be back again next week. Goodbye, everybody. Wait, no. First, thank you so much for coming, as always, as and Chris. Of course. And thank you for joining us yet again, Sarah. We have provided you with so much good times over the last couple years
1: We've You know, it's been a, a long um, magical journey <laughs> and I can now make a lot of really specific jokes that I couldn't before
3: <laughs> That's right. That is a service we provide to people That's why we yeah. started the podcast Yeah. It yeah. is totally why That was the original goal, so I'm glad we could do that Well, And thank you for being here, we really appreciate it
1: Thank you, guys. Anytime.
2: Meridian's still gone?
1: Yeah, and uh, my my Herald team at the IO is called Meridian. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary as a team. Um, so please come Congratulations. out and join the fun.
3: And what night do you perform, usually?
1: We perform many nights, often Wednesday nights, at the IO Theater in Chicago.
3: Awesome. Yeah, check that out. Uh, excellent. That's it. We'll be back with you guys next week. Bye, everybody. If
1: you want to be with me,